Welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi to all you loving beings. Thank you so much for being here this week. And today we have Friday the 13th and 13 is a really magical number and it's really a a auspicious and potent day today so I'm really glad to be sharing this episode with you today we have the topic of the dark goddess today with Veronica Naslund and when we're speaking about the dark goddess we're just speaking about another aspect of the divine feminine and that means that we're also very connected to the cycles of Mother Nature, which is sometimes light and sometimes dark, which means that we have day and night, we have the winter and the summer. So the winter is the dark time, it's more yin in yin and yang. And it's the aspect where we go in and it's more introverted and it deals with that which is subconscious. So working with the dark goddess is actually to work with your own inner hidden most places and it's the descent so it's something that we all go through and it's a part of the cycle of life and there's many different aspects of the dark goddess and we get into this in this episode together and I find it so beautiful because the goddess that I work with that has been very strong for me, Ishtar or Inanna, her stories are all about the descent and going into the underworld to become re- reborn again. So it's about the cycle of death and rebirth, which we all go through. And it's it's a sort of a renewal also. So I'm really excited to share this. And Veronica is a dear friend of mine. I've known her for many years. She's a yoga teacher, Reiki healer, medium, witch, animal communicator, and the channel for Archangels. And she's also a co-host for the Swedish podcast, Podden om Meditation. It's a meditation podcast. And she has years of experience in the esoteric realms where she offers readings, healing sessions, and also communication with the spirit world. So in this episode, we speak about different faces of the dark goddess, how to work with her, and how Veronica communicates daily with the goddess. And we also get into the wheel of the year naturally, because that, that those are points of the year where the, like nature, Mother Earth, is changing, and the upcoming... Um, celebration and point of the year is the fall equinox in the northern hemisphere and that is when we start 
uh, ascending and going into the darkness. So it's a beautiful time to go within. And we, the goddesses, we we get into a little bit our Kali, Hel from the Norse mythology and Seridwin from the Celtic mythology. So I'm really excited for you to uh, just listen to this and let me know what you think. And if you do want to listen to this episode with video, it's on my YouTube channel. So we also recorded a video for this if you want to check it out. And my YouTube channel is Love Positivism. And if you haven't yet subscribed to uh, my channel, you can do that. And also I have a link in the show notes if you want to subscribe to my newsletter. Newsletters where I share sometimes deeper insights into the astrology and other things that are going on. And finally, if you're not with me on Instagram yet, please connect with me there and and if you have any feedback or just comments on the show please and or your experiences with the dark goddess I would love to hear that and I also want to give so much love to my show sponsors Ace of Air and I love their name because it's part of the tarot and Ace of Air is really a beautiful new beginnings in the realms of the mind and mental energy and Ace of Air is a newly launched beauty and wellness brand committed to products that put people and planet above all. Their line of clean, vegan and cruelty-free skin care and supplements have been synergistically formulated at the intersection of herbalist wisdom and modern science, focusing on rituals that work from the inside out. Inspired by Mother Nature's ability to create abundance without waste, Ace of Air is the first and only beauty and wellness brand designed to be entirely circular and fully zero waste. You can explore and learn more about Ace of Air, their mission, their products on aceofair.com and find them also on Instagram at Ace of Air. And I really recommend you to learn about circular way of creating products and using products because it's the future and we need to do it for the planet so it's really beautiful and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi Veronica, welcome to the podcast, welcome back. Hi, thank you, I'm so honored to be to be with you again. I'm so glad that we connect again and uh, yeah, maybe you want to share, you've been on the podcast before, but maybe you want to share if you have a new daily practice that you can let us know about that is good to ground and to just be present in your daily life. Uh, this summer I have been practicing yoga, 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 really. Uh, and I just started my meditation practice and... Um, I'm diving into the goddess cult <laughs> and especially the, the dark mother, uh, which we are going to talk about. <laughs> That's a good so, synchronicity, yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. It's really well, like, wow. <laughs> That's lovely. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've known each other for many years now and uh, I would love for you to maybe introduce yourselves to the listeners that haven't heard you on the podcast before and just let them know who you are and what you do. Okay. 
my name is Veronica and I'm a, a medium and a witch and a yogi <laughs> uh, and a fortune teller and a Reiki master. And um, I am stepping into priestesshood as we speak. So um, I'm walking with the goddess and exploring all of her faces and uh, all of her lineages really mm, only true. to to come back to <laughs> it's the same source that's true so that's beautiful and you've shared this before you've had a connection for a long time with with the goddess and the divine feminine and how has your path been over these past years with her and, and what does it mean for you to step into the priestess path and really working like in a devotional way? Um, it's been more, more about releasing than, than gathering. I've been gathering information, of course, but it's all about shedding your shell so you can hear your mission. And you want to hear your mission and your passion through all what have been built around you that society has made you think different things about yourself. And you have to shed all those layers, really. And priestesshood is for me a dedication to the goddess and it's a dedication to the divine feminine and masculine. Um, and gathering my, my power back, really. The power that's been lost. Mm. So walking with the goddess is, um, it's like a daily, it's, it's a promise and then it's a dedication. And uh, it's more and more um, becoming a part of my daily, daily essence, really. Mm. It's nothing that I think about too much, really. It's <laughs> I, I speak to the goddess every day, every morning, every night. Mm. And of course, she's been challenging me, uh, but she's challenging me in a way that, that I can understand, that I can embrace. Um, before I had the before I had the connection with the goddess, I it was more the challenges were more connected to shame and guilt. Now the, the, um, the challenges are more about embracing, letting go. And it's very, very important to not um, put labels on yourself. It's, it's like really um, disconnecting a little bit from the, the person you think you are, just to, to watch and watch and love and embracing yourself again. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love that you, like you are in always in communion. It's not like separating your physical life and your spiritual life. It's like a constant flow. Like it's always there. So like everything is sacred and everything is, can be infused with this like awareness and I feel like it's very supportive in that way and, and it feels very, it's like even in that devotion, sometimes devotion can, can sound like you're 
uh, giving up something or or mm -hmm. just giving but it's so much receiving in that in that space so I think it's beautiful to be dedicated to that path and I would love for you to share because yeah we've been uh, on a journey together and uh, for the past few years a lot has happened in our lives since we met also and uh we've like when we when we talk we always get into the goddess and we talk about this calling and everything and we've met her in different ways and you've had also a strong relationship with Kali and uh, maybe yeah maybe we can touch upon that and then also get into what is the different aspects of the goddess which and today we really wanted to talk about the like the it's so funny when we say like the dark goddess it can, it can I'm sure that people are wondering why would we because we we associate dark with something that is we want to like have a dual uh, vision of everything and even if everything is dualistic in one way it doesn't mean that something is better than the other and it means that we are allowing and accepting all of life I feel like but mm. yeah, we can get into that if you want to, and you can maybe share your uh, like path and how you've come to this point where you are right now. Mm. It started with Kali, Kali Ma, really. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you have goddesses for abundance and joy and beauty and art, and Kali is the mother of destruction. So why would she be, you could ask yourself, why would she be everybody's mother if she's the mother of destruction? Uh, well, for, um, as you said, darkness is not, um, it's nothing dangerous and it's nothing bad. It's nothing evil. It's part of the divine transformation of light and darkness. And it's all love. Um, when you shed light, the, the shadows disappear and you can clearly see what needs to be changed or need to be loved, what needs focus. Um, and then you have the darkness that can wrap around you again. And, and oh, it's like yin and yang, really. You need the rest to be active. You have the, the active part and you have the rejuvenation part. You need both of them. So darkness is not darkness in the sense of evil or bad. It's, it's really a place of divine feminine and, um, and rest and reflection, meditation, um, rejuvenation. Um, So the dark mother is really asking us because she is the mother of transformation and everything is change and transformation. So when I could embrace that, because I was scared of Kali <laughs> in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, oh my goddess, <laughs> what does she want with me? And this destruction and chaos, is that always, um, you know, it doesn't have to be that intense. Transformation can be so graceful and so loving, and it can be a very, very, very slight transformation, a very slight transit from one step to another. And that's also Kali, that is also 
and change and transformation. And in the end, it's healing. And one of my missions in life is healing, healing myself and others. So that's really why the Dark Mother is so important to me because transformation is healing. Mm. Um, yeah. And, I, and all, all the different aspects of the goddess is, is as important. But I feel, and that's because it's my path, um, I feel that the dark mother is, um, she is everybody's mother because everything is in constant change. Mm. That's why I have my devotion and dedication to her. And as you said, the, the devotion is not like, oh, everything is, I just throw myself into this, uh, uh, into this realm of love and light and la la la. It's it's about grounding yourself a lot mm. and standing strong in love and in grace. So that's Kali helps me with that too. And Kali has many faces. Her 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 essence has many faces in in different. Uh, cultures in in Norse culture, uh, her name is Hel, and Hel means whole, really. Mm -hmm. And in the Celtic um, uh, tradition, her name is Keridwen, mm -hmm. and you can find her, you know, in, in many different cultures. Um, and um, I, I think it's it's very important to embrace darkness as it is important to embrace light. Mm. Mm. That is so true. And um, the, I think if we don't embrace it, and we, it means, you know, this, this also concept of like trying to, like how can you not like embrace all of life, which includes death, mm -hmm and still mm. feel like you're embracing life fully because it's not possible otherwise it, you have to like fully be in peace with all aspects and not to uh, and what and what is death if not transformation mm, exactly transformation. exactly uh, and we have like these many births and deaths throughout life so we know how it is so we shouldn't be like that surprised or, or like one keep on wondering like what, what what does it mean to die because we know that in in our own life like a different different aspects of us are constantly like changing and and growing and dying and getting reborn and we're doing that like every night because we have exactly. like this mini death every night and we <laughs> exactly. enter a stage where we don't have dreams and we're not conscious at all so like even if we even if we come back to the body again uh it doesn't mean that after we die we don't come back to a body again so exactly reincarnation and, it, and it's also but what i think people are maybe we're not really scared of death but we're scared of separation and we, mm. we're scared of pain mm. yeah, uh, true and pain is pain and fear is the absence of love mm. so um when we when we love uh we we can embrace the pain and we can even embrace the fear a little bit um to see you know to, to be clear of what it is 
um, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not scared of death, but experiencing separation and pain, we all do. No one is, you know, spared. Yeah. And if you love, you will experience separation and pain. Mm. Mm. So, um, and, and the pain comes from, I think, from pushing the sorrow away or pushing... Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, the more you resist, the more pain you will feel. So embracing the separation, embracing the loss will probably make you grow um, faster and um, death won't be a separation. It will be a transformation. Mm. Really. <laughs> That's mm. what I believe. And I think uh, the dark goddess is there to help us with that transit. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that can be applied to like all types of the transformations that we go through, through in life and that we always feel supported in that life. And as you said, like there's so many stories of the, the, that aspect of the mother, like when I'm thinking about this story of Persephone as well, when she goes down uh, into the underworld um, and it's also a story of nature, how it like wakes up and dies. And we don't question during the winter, like will nature live again? We're like so sure, like every spring it comes to life again. So it's mm. like a cycle all the exactly. time. Um, and what and I, walking with, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. But, but walking with the goddess and in priestesshood is walking the cycle. Um, mm. Mm. And the, 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 the cycle of nature, but also the cycle of the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so really, our lives are cyclic. It's not something straight ahead. Exactly. Because we also have to learn from, from our past. The past doesn't have to define you, but you can learn. So every spring that flower blossoms again and uh, you can learn from where did I put that seed is this earth is this soil uh, really the best soil for me uh, wh where do I where do I put my seeds where do I sow them so um, think starting to see, thinking cyclic seeing cyclic and and living cyclic is a part of that uh, it's part of priestesshood and um, a lot of witches do that, do that as well. So, mm. um, and death is a part of that. Darkness is a part of that. So, yeah. And as you said, like nature has its cycles. And I'm thinking also, it's it's not like a coincidence that we have like the in nature we have the Fibonacci sequence of the spiral, and mm -hmm. we have we look at atoms which. Like, like, and the planets who are round and circular. So not, there's 
no place really that is like completely a straight and and like just moving from one place to another and then it ends it's like right. constantly like that so i i love that thought because that's how we do ground ourselves that's how we do connect with everything around us the universe the stars the planets um and and that aspect of life within us as well and i would love to know so we talked about the different aspects and you've been working with kali as one of the aspects and her stories are really strong and powerful when it comes to what you said the transformation life and death and also this fierce feminine and maybe we can talk about the different aspects of the dark mother from different cultures if you want to share any that are particularly strong for you right now sure sure i i, I really want to uh, make a stand that Kali is also graceful. She's not just fierce. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's very, very graceful and very, very caring. Mm. Uh, it's it's easy to you know picture her with this. You know, she's on the battlefield and there's blood and there's chaos. But th there's also another image of her when she, with, with her three eyes, she sees the the past, the present, present, and and the future. And she's um, calm really in mm. her darkness so really i i want to share that image too yeah um, thank you. and th that's really how i see her for the most so uh but uh yeah you have in the norse mythology you have hel uh i walked with her uh, a few years ago uh, and now i have recently been starting stuck to to connect with Keridwen, the, the Celtic goddess um, from Wales is her origin. And uh, she is the goddess of transformation and healing uh, and magic. And she's also the mother that brings uh, the de dead souls to the afterlife or to Avalon, if you wish. Uh, and I feel strongly connected to her since I'm a Reiki master and I'm, I'm also a medium. I speak with dead people, <laughs> dead mm -hmm. souls. Uh, and I say past, I would say the past souls, they passed over. Um, so, she, and she has this big cauldron and when she's, when she's fierce, she just turns things around and you just have to get into the cauldron and, and be with the flow, whatever she decides to do. Uh, but she's also, she can turn whatever's in that cauldron gracefully, softly, uh, and uh, gently. And uh, you know how it is when you're, if you're in a pool or you're in the ocean and you're just carried by the water and, you know, subtle changes in the wind or in the water, but it's still caring and graceful. That's carried when. I would say, and Kali and Hale. And I, I really wish for, you know, all those aspects of the mother to, to come together. Um, I, I, I love to learn more from different cultures because we are, in front of the mother, we are all one, or in front of the father, we are all one, so. gender in this um, so 
um, you know, I'm, I'm always open to learn more <laughs> because mm. I think, I think God, the goddess and God, um, is, it's a force and space that is inclusive. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And when, when I'm thinking, now that I read some stories, just talking about that aspect of like fierceness, but healing and all that, I, I thought about Sekhmet because the past like few weeks I've been like just studying her stories. I never knew so much. I've seen her, you know, her images and, and the same there, like out of the, the want to have a, a peaceful world, she unleashed her fierceness to like, mm -hmm. like protect and be very strong and almost like it killed everyone because of that. And it's so interesting because it's kind of a, like, Kali also was the protective and that's also like the aspect of, of, of the mother that is like this protector but also nurturer so like Sekhmet is also like connected to healing for example and yes. so it's yeah it's really interesting what you said it's like always that double aspect of course because that's also within us we have all aspects in us so we can't say oh we're just like this or we're just like that it's like yeah one day you can be uh, like happy and, and inclusive and one day you want to uh, turn off or you're angry and that's just a normal like having emotions is a normal part of life there is no emotion right. that is wrong or right. and it's just when we get too much into one emotion whichever emotion it is even if it's like joy, if you get too much joy, it's like mania, like it's not good either. Yeah. So it's right, right. <laughs> you have to have like a balance and also find like the, the midpoint of that as well sometimes. And um, so what, what do you think that like, I think what, what I've seen and maybe you've experienced the same, it's like we get these initiations in life especially like through a time where we feel like we're struggling or there's something like happening in life where we truly can work with it's almost like a calling from that aspect of the mother how do you see that how would you say that people can start working with this to heal and transform mm. um hmm. Um, I was talking to to a priestess yesterday, really, and she told she told me she had a, a colleague at work, and that colleague was like, "I need a religion. I need someone to tell me how to think, how to act, how to speak." <laughs> and we were laughing about that a little bit because uh, walking with the goddess is more uh, is 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 not about having a sacred script it's about it's about diving into yourself without judging that is the hard part <laughs> without judging so whenever i feel lost i stop 
trying so much. I stopped trying to understand why is this happening to me? Why, or, oh, I feel all those emotions. I can, you know, cry, I can be angry and everything, but um, I try not to hold back. And I let the goddess through. Um, because when I ask, she answers. <laughs> and, and I think that uh, this priestess that I was talking to, we were talking about dedication and um, how do I dedicate myself? How do I, how do I really, if I need to heal and transform? And she, she gave this suggestion. I think it's, it's really nice. You know, go to a place you love it can be in nature, it doesn't have to be in nature, it can be a certain room or a certain house or a certain environment that makes you feel safe. And um, you just strip yourself naked. I don't mean you have to take off your clothes, it's just get into that essence of yourself where you are naked and vulnerable and say, um, I'm here help me, help me understand, uh, help me heal and transform. And she will respond. Mm. <laughs> that is my experience anyway. But mm. you have to be willing to listen. You have to, and you have to be willing to, to know that not, it's not always the answer you think it is. That's why you have to strip yourself of all expectations. Mm. Just be present in that in that conversation with the goddess or God, if you wish. Mm. Be present and, um, and have a clear intention. And it will help you heal and transform in many ways, I believe. Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And um... Yeah, I, I'm wondering also, like, in your practice, uh, when you're working with, let's say, this aspect, uh, are you working, like, throughout the moon cycle, what is your potent times to even dive deeper into this and into yourself? Like, because that's also, like, such powerful energy to work with, with these cycles that are very visual, and we can see it when the moon turns dark and we can see it when it's like full, it's very much there. I know, and, and a lot of witches, in my experience is like, oh, the full moon, the full mm. moon. <laughs> I love the full moon, don't get me wrong. But for me, it's the dark moon, mm. right before the new moon. Uh, that's where you can rest and reflect mm. and um, embrace without uh, forcing anything. Um, maybe also have with the dark mother, you know, when she's most present and in the, in the cycle of the year, it's during fall mm. uh, when we're all, you know, that it's the earth element. We're all, you know, slowing down a little bit after summertime and the nights are getting, the evenings are getting longer and darker and we're lighting the candles and, um, around All Hallows Eve, the dark mother is at her peak, you know. Mm. And I, I truly, I love that season so much. Mm. <laughs> I feel safe, I feel, you know, cared for. I, I, I feel creativity. 
um, I feel magic. It's like uh, I'm, I'm in Hogwarts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the time of magic, I believe. Yeah. And so uh, the dark moon is, is my strongest face, really. Mm. Yeah, I, I really like the dark moon. And mm. this one that was now was beautiful and like <laughs> i don't know i've been like in a like in my own world and especially in the dream world it's been like so intense it's been yes, very intense yes, yes. even today i was and, feeling like so like almost the hangover after this night <laughs> and you had you know you had the the, the lion's gates yeah. the portal yeah. and you had a new moon and <gasps> It was it was very intense, and I had very strange dreams. I had this this dream that I was flying, and I was flying through some um, through this forest, and I felt that the branches were, you know, in the way. The trees were in the way, and something inside me was like, well since you're dreaming you can just think those trees away and you will be free it's really just a limitation in your brain <laughs> mm, mm. and uh, it was it was it was uncomfortable it was not you know like oh i can just think those think them away because i i saw them as limitations so um for for me that was um, a message from the goddess that you know you have to you have to take a closer look on your limitations what is what is hindering you on the way um because we are free yeah that's so yeah yeah dreams can be very healing and i i love that you tap in, tapped into this like okay we're still in the summer now here in the northern hemisphere but let's say in about more than a month we will have like the fall equinox and that point like what would you say if people are listening now the upcoming weeks are like what should one think about that particular day and uh, which aspects of the goddess would be like especially strong for that period do you think mm, you're talking about the fall equinox yeah or yeah yeah, yeah. Um, mm, this is the time it's the it's the second harvest so it's the time to enjoy uh, presence and company with friends and families, slowing down, slowing down, reflect, meditate, um, connect with the earth. Mm. And the goddess, uh, I don't know which aspect, um, you know, an, uh, an Avalon priestess, she would know, uh, according to... to the the Celtish goddesses, mm. but me, it's really whoever comes up mm. at the, at that time, mm. uh, and it or it could be a god, but um, I remember that the last fall equinox, I was in in connection with Jemaya, mm. but that was me, mm. and and the aspect of her that I needed to work on and. Uh, be near water and cleanse myself, detox or whatever that means. So I, th I think that's, again, you don't need that book or you don't need that 
you know, this is the this is the specific goddess you need to walk with during this specific time. You can do that. Of course, you can do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can also be just be open and receive and see whoever comes up. And I know that you walk, you walk with the Egyptian goddesses a lot. <laughs> and um, it's, it, it's, um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring that part because I'm not, you know, I don't know much about them. I mm. know some of them, but not much. And mm. um, maybe that's what's coming up for me this fall equinox. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I love that answer because I think that it's like not, okay, sometimes it's nice to have this like, this uh, manual yeah this manual <laughs> template and especially in the beginning but yes. as you were answering and you said this I also thought yeah but it can be one aspect that you're working with but different like seasons of, with the same goddess as well of course and for me like um the strongest that has really before I even knew the concept of goddess and all of it before we met was Ishtar from the Sumerian and and uh, uh, and yeah both from the Sumerian Akkadian so Ishtar Inanna from from the regions where I'm from in in the world so and my ancestry comes from and definitely one can see the lineage all the way to like yeah all the way to Mary Magdalene and forward like it's it's like you said it's all the same it's same source it's just so many beautiful stories and names and languages so it's just the human form trying to make sense out of something so I love that and it's if you really want to work with 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 the goddess in any way it's like just inviting that in and it will be so clear and it will change I love I was listening to someone the other day that also, I mean, th there can be a certain time in your, maybe you have one connection with someone very strongly and then, but just around a certain time in your life, there's one aspect that becomes very important to you because there's something you're working with. And we go through these different passages and initiations and also women going through the cycles. It's really letting oneself flow and open up to to all of its goodness and and uh, yeah just let that embrace you i think it's exactly. so beautiful and there are a lot of women you know who experience men and women mm -hmm. <laughs> who experience um a connection with the goddess through meditation and i i think it's really beautiful because it's you know, some of my friends. Oh, I saw this. Uh, I saw this goddess in my meditation. I don't. I don't know her name, but mm. you know, you're just some clicks away to find the name. Yeah, and it's always with the right message. Mm. It's really, really exciting. It's really exciting. I, I had once had a meditation. This was during springtime, and the the Celtic tradition is. Um, is acknowledging is turning their focus on bridey mm. uh, and i had this uh, i had this meditation and, and i just saw this woman coming through the woods and she had a deer in her arms and uh horns 
And I was like, this is not Friday. Or is it Friday? I don't know. <laughs> and it took me quite some time. But then somebody told me, another Avalon priestess, and she said, you're talking about Ellen of the Ways. And Ellen of the Ways is the goddess of transit, really. So from one step to another, she leaves yeah. you. Wow. It was really beautiful. And I could connect with that. I could, oh, yes, oh, yes. Mm. Yeah, that's, so it's magic. It's magic. So mm -hmm. she will show herself to you in a face or in an aspect that will um, connect to you. Yeah. So whenever you meditate or reflect and you get this image, don't be scared of it or try to change it because, you know, it's, it's the image and the message that is it's, uh, made especially for you. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. This was so beautiful to talk to you and thank you so much for sharing everything that you've just did. And it's, uh, yeah, it's always fun talking to you. Do you have anything that you want to share now or how people can connect with you if they want to work with you? Oh, you can always check out my, I'm, I'm not a, a social media type, but I have a Facebook page called Veronica Sierska in one word, Veronika Sieska. <laughs> mm, I will put that in the show notes, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so there you can, uh, you're so welcome to connect. And I'm so honored to be part of this channel again and talking to you. Ah, <laughs> It's beautiful as usual. I love talking to you. I learned so much listening to you. So thank you so much again. Thank you. and. Uh, Let's be everyone and uh, have a beautiful fall because the Dark Mother is spreading her wings and she was about to embrace us all. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love to hear your comments and feedback and your personal experience with the goddess and all of her faces. Uh, it's truly... A deep dive within ourselves when we work with her and also there's so much love and embrace in that work and feeling that unconditional love no matter what we go through because she comes to us when we also need to transform and we need to let go and release and a part of us needs to just be released and die for us to even reach higher into our potential and expand even more so it's a beautiful energy to work with and if you are called to more devotional work it's beautiful to work with her during the different moon cycles and also the wheel of the year just to connect with that energy and yeah feel her just manifest in yourself uh, because we are divine and we are sacred and we're just also aspects of the entire universe so let's take a deep inhalation in through the nose and exhale it all out through your mouth and have a beautiful day